Welcome to the I'm No Rookie podcast. I'm your host, Ayo, and this podcast show is for those with years of experience and knowledge of their field, but continue to play small due to self-doubt and low self-esteem. I'm here to share stories, tips and strategies to help you take action, step into your zone of genius and showcase your brilliance. Today's podcast will be a bit of a deep one, especially for my first ever podcast show. This stems from having low self-esteem and self-doubt in certain areas of my life. So this will be a very intimate share about what I went through to be where I am today, which is technically called the other side. So today's talk is titled, My Life's a Mess, But I'm Fixing It. So maybe you are in the same position right now or have felt this way in the past. This feeling for me went as far back as six years ago, actually even 2015. It went back as far as that when I lost my dad. Those who have gone through the grieving process of losing a loved one will understand and maybe identify with some of the feelings I highlight in today's show. When you lose a loved one, you are told that it gets easier over time. Mm, Technically it doesn't. And this was probably one of the hardest losses in my life that affected me. I didn't realise it would impact my life the way it did. My beautiful dad passed away from a terminal illness, but we were blessed. And we say this all the time when we tell our story. We were blessed to be with him the last 18 months of his life, when he was technically housebound. So it meant that he couldn't do 10,000 jobs that he used to do for everyone else. This was a time I got to know my dad on a deeper level. We got to learn about each other. We got to know, understand each other where we were coming from and our history we got to really love on each other I got to listen to his stories and he got to finally listen to mine and so when he passed of course it was a major loss to the family because he's he was the head of the household he was the main character and so when he passed I'm going to say from my point of view I felt absolutely lost I felt like I had lost one of the most important people in my life but also I lost my role because for those 18 months, the family were looking after this amazing man. So when he passed, it was almost like, what the heck do I do now? And for those who have gone through this and have had to care for a loved one, you'll feel almost like you have no purpose and that you start querying, what should you be doing now? After my dad's farewell celebration of his life, it was then the time when I thought, okay, Ayo, what is next? So I found things to do. I initially started a new business and anyone that starts a new business understands the journey that comes with it, especially if you're doing it by yourself as you've got no partner to support you financially and emotionally. So I put all my time into my business to avoid grieving for my dad. I focused on my business, starting from when I woke up, working 15 hours, sometimes to even 20 hours a day. Yes, at times only getting four hours of sleep. And that was my life for a good two to three years. During that time, I was able to kind of get a few clients, which was fantastic. But that wasn't necessarily enough to sustain and live a purposeful life. Therefore, the debt started piling up. Again, all this whilst I was grieving. So I'm in debt and I'm not making enough money to survive. I started up a new business, but I lost my dad and it felt like a lot was on my shoulders. And instead of talking about it, because I'm not necessarily a talker, which is funny because I'm doing this podcast show. I'm the type of person that likes to work things out in my head, come through the other side and then share and talk about it to people about my journey. I've always been like that. And as I do not kind of like hearing the sound of my own voice, I don't like complaining. So I started hiding away from my friends and family. But I was always available via phone. 
WhatsApp and Messenger. But they were not going to see me as much as, you know, during this period because of what I was going through. And during that time, weight gain started happening. Comfort eating started happening because, you know, I worked from home. I worked online. I didn't necessarily need to see anyone, but I had always checked in on the phone. This is when I started spiraling out of control. The year my dad passed, I decided I wanted to do something for a purpose and decided to get fit and run a 5k for Macmillan and raise some money. I did my first run and met some amazing people along the journey, but that's where it all started going downhill. I started gaining weight and as I said, my business started. You know, I'm still grieving for my dad and then I wasn't seeing my friends and family as much. I refused to get into a relationship due to not trusting people based on a really bad previous relationship as well. So I became very self-reliant thinking I didn't need anyone and then work started getting really busy. I was being hired for creating websites, social media campaigns, content, email marketing, designing promotional materials and coaching business startups. Life was amazing work-wise. I was able to start putting money aside and I paid off some of my debts. And then the pandemic happened. I lost some of my clients, like many people, that lost jobs and lost loved ones. But during this time, I was still overeating. I became addicted to Coca-Cola. Yes, the big bottle, which was like 1.5 litre. And I was drinking about four to five of them a week. Yes, per week, that big litre. It was like water to me. So that added to my weight gain. Then the pandemic went in full force. We were now under lockdown. So what can you do? I can still work online, which is great for me. And, but I was still eating, overeating for comfort. And this time I wasn't going to the shops. I was using food apps to order food in, resulting in fewer steps. Then only steps I really ever did was walking down the stairs to open the door to the Uber Eats guy, delivery guy, Just Eats guy and the Pizza Hut guy. Yes, I had all these apps on my phone and ordered from them two to three times a week and ordered enough food per order, which was enough for four people. Yes, I was heavily eating and also heavily investing in these damn apps. I should have bought shares. I laugh about it now, but it was getting out of control. I was working nonstop. As I said before, I had opportunities coming from everywhere. So it was work, work, work. My work life was fantastic. I was eating out of convenience now because I was so busy. I was addicted to Coca-Cola and I was still grieving. I was now making excuses for the weight gain. Well, we're in a pandemic. Well, I can't go out. Although the government said you could go out for that one hour stretch your legs walk. I did not take that advantage of that opportunity. I decided to use the excuse of lockdown. Well, I can't see my family and friends. Let me continue to eat like it's like there's no tomorrow. And obviously, we, months went by to a year, to a year and a half and so forth, went by with the same kind of mindset. Yes, Coca-Cola was still an addiction. I was getting even worse. The bottles were now changing from 1.5 litre to 1.75 litre and getting more expensive. I was kind of even now investing in the 2.25 litre and drinking it at least three or four times a week. So you can imagine the amount of Coca-Cola I was consuming. And also on top of that, I was losing more teeth. I've never shared this part before. I lost a few teeth prior to the pandemic. And during the pandemic, I lost a lot more teeth. It got to the point where I only had a couple of teeth on the top row. 
But prior to the pandemic, because I was losing teeth already, I was given a denture from, from my dentist that I was having to put in, in and out, which you can imagine when you're teaching, it was very uncomfortable. But during the pandemic, whilst everything was closed and as I was losing more teeth, I couldn't see the dentist. So now I had even more gaps in my mouth. I felt so um, depressed, felt unattractive and even sad, even more sad than usual. This also meant that there was no way in hell I would ever meet anyone or go out for food. I also stopped doing FaceTime and switched off my camera on Zoom calls. I eventually stopped picking up calls because I was so down. I had my phone on Do Not Disturb. It was quite a sad time for me. As we went through so many lockdowns, this meant that I didn't have to go and visit family and friends. I didn't have to do normal things that would have me outside walking. But when I did finally go out to the shops, maybe because I needed to top up my gas or my electric or even, you know, to top up my Coke intake, I started getting crazy pains up and down my legs and even my back. I was out of breath just walking a minute, walking to the corner shop to top up my gas I'll be walking back just so out of breath. I know I could work 10 to 15 hours supporting students and educating them, but I was sitting in my room, sitting in my, in my office space. I was working, I was educating students. I was doing graphic design. I was doing all these amazing things and opportunities, but I was letting myself down and not taking care of myself. So I could do all these things, remember, from the comfort of my home. And the only time I needed to go out was to top up my electric and gas and restock up on food. And even now, adding chicken and chips to the menu, as well as still doing my, my orders over the food apps. It got so bad. There may be very similar stories that you have during the pandemic. But with this, I realised I was really spiralling out, out of control. At the time, also, I didn't have mirrors in my house because I didn't want to see myself. And then one day I looked up by accident. I went, oh my God, this is the heaviest you've ever been, Aya, I said to myself. During the pandemic, we had this opportunity over a Christmas period, which I think was the 2020 Christmas, where we were allowed to go and see our family um, or spend time with our family and friends. And I went to see my family and I hadn't seen them for a while. And I remember when I went in to go and see my family, I could see in their eyes, they were really shocked. Of course they loved me, they weren't judging me, they weren't criticising me, but I could see their expression. And I knew it was to do with my weight gain and also the loss of my teeth. So remember, let's go back. I was now, I had not seen my family for a while. I started a new business where I was getting really busy. I lost my teeth, the pandemic happened and I wasn't eating very well. So all of this was happening. And this is when I realised my life's a mess and I knew I was ready to fix it. OK, my whole life wasn't a mess, but certain aspects of my life were out of control, like I said before, resulting in weight gain. The pandemic gave me an excuse to continue overindulging because there were certain parts of my life that I was unhappy with, but I wasn't facing it. Then 12 months ago, I jumped onto Instagram and the Instagram live popped up and this is when I decided... I needed to change my story. This is when I decided to take control of my life and do something about it. This was in December 2021. 
The Instagram Live was with Scott Thomas and Eden Thomas, who were co-founders of a company called Food for Thoughts. And I had been noticing them for a while and many other kind of fitness and wellness accounts that had popped up during the pandemic, but had not really tuned in. Maybe I'd had, but I wasn't really in the right frame of mind to listen to those previous ones. But this time I did and I was ready. Scott or maybe even Eden said those magical words. Why not try it? You just never know what could happen. And that's all I needed to hear. I decided to take action. I clicked the button. I signed up just before Christmas and then said, great, you signed up. What happens now? I started then reevaluating going, what does the new year look like? Where do you need to get yourself to be open to take this opportunity to really change your life? So I said to myself, you are going to be ready, but you need to take some action steps to prepare yourself mentally. So I decided to delete all the food apps on my phone. Yes, I deleted all of them. I started looking in the mirror and going, "Okay, you're out of breath for now, but you need to start thinking and focusing on getting your breath back. And that was the time when I knew it was the time for me to commit. And in the first week of January, I remember getting the email. And I think it was like the 4th of January saying, hey, this is your coach. It kicks off on the 10th of January. And I'll always remember that date, the day my life changed. So I'm telling you this story because if you've gone through grief, if you've had an addiction or you've gone through debt, you put on weight and you hid yourself away from your family and friends because you felt like you didn't want people to see how you've let yourself go. I get it. And maybe you started a business and you know all of that that added pressure and the weight gain, whatever reason they are, I get it. Maybe it had affected you mentally, the loss of losing a loved one. I get it. And if you're in a position right now, similar to what I was 12 months ago, or even all those years of feeling lost, I get it. It's time to begin. It's time to take action. The new year is around the corner. I've shared my story with you for a purpose. I share things that I hadn't shared with some of my friends. So this is telling you and saying a lot. I want this episode to inspire you to know that you are not alone on how you feel. You are not alone in what you've gone through. You've got your own story, but it's now time to take action. We can no longer keep using excuses for where we are. We can no longer be angry about our situation because if we don't take action, it will be the same thing next year. So I'm hoping that this episode of my life's a mess, but I'm fixing it is a kickstart you need. If your life's a mess and you want to start fixing it, look at things you can do. Being realistic, write down how you're feeling and how you want to feel this time next year. Write down how you want to feel the whole of next year. I said to my coach this um, when I started, I want to feel sexy in 2023. So what did sexy mean? What's that feeling associated with? Feeling sexy to me is feeling confident in my body again, being comfortable wearing clothes, tight jeans, dresses, lingerie even. So this is what I connected with sexiness, my appearance. This is what confirmed that I had to start working on how I was eating I needed to improve my eating habits. I needed to start doing exercise, which would result in weight loss and thus improving my mindset and confidence. So how do you want to feel next year? What is the feeling associated with? What will you need to get there? So start breaking it down. If it's weight loss, what does weight loss mean for you? 
What are those bad habits that you need to reduce and stop altogether? For me, it was reducing, you know, all the Coca-Cola that I was consuming and removing those food apps from my phone to avoid temptation. Once you know how you want to feel, what is associated with and the actions you need to take, the next thing is who do you need to help support you along the way? We are not superheroes. We can't do everything by ourselves. So reach out to whoever you feel needs to support you. If you can't talk to your family and friends because you feel like no one understands, then it's time to get a professional. And this is where Food for Thoughts were perfect for me. So I had a nutri coach at the time called Coach Jacob, who I checked in with weekly and provided me with a meal plan. I also started attending two fitness online classes, which were about 45 minutes each, which I could do from the comfort of my own home and I could switch off my camera. So you need to work out your action steps for 2023 and act on it. If you wish to learn more about Food for Thoughts and how they could help you change your life in a new year, check out the show notes for the link. So that's it for my first episode. I hope that you found it useful. I hope that it inspires you. Feel free to comment on this a podcast episode feel free to message me directly um if you've ever been in this position i'd love to hear from you maybe there are some tips that i could give you privately thank you so much for listening to my first ever podcast episode i'll be back next week with another episode to, for you to enjoy in the meantime please subscribe and comment and share so till next time take care